This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Gay convicts wanted for radio show. We won't tell. I'm just saying I'm not a goose, dude. You're not going to be able to fucking uh, well, put you your leg out. fly. I fought a flying animal <laughs> and won. We need to back up, son. I'm going to have a gun. I always have a gun. <laughs> there's, but, there's like one time a day I don't have a gun. That's when I take a shower. And, and the, I'm working on buying a shower gun. <laughs> Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. All right, so in high school, before I discovered chemical enjoyments, I had to have a way to pass the time. And for me, one of the best ways I found was role-playing. Now, for all you pervs out there who immediately thought of me having one of my friends tied up in a compromising position or thought about whips and chains, shame on you. I'm talking about more of a Dungeons & Dragons type role-playing experience. And before we go any further, let me explain that in retrospect, this may seem totally fucking lame to you. But at the time, in my head, I wasn't on the streets, I wasn't into drugs, I wasn't in a gang, I wasn't out there kicking puppies. No, I was at one of my friend's houses nerding out on most weeknights and weekends, and it helped me deal with a really shitty time in my teen years right after my dad went to jail. Now, for any of you who've never played Dungeons & Dragons, it goes like this. There's a dude or a girl who tells the story, and that person is the Game Master or the Dungeon Master. And then you have your character and your friend's characters who basically participate in the Game Master's story based on the choices that you make. And these are called PCs. And then there are characters that the Game Master makes up that are called NPCs or non-player characters. And then we use little funny dice like a 20-sided dice or 10-sided dice to make the different decisions in the game. And now you're all caught up and you understand what role-playing is. Like I said, it's kind of lame. So in my senior year of high school, I've been doing this role-playing thing with my friends for a couple of years, and we started to take it less and less seriously as we all started to get into girls a little bit more. When one day our game master, David, met this freshman who saw him loading character sheets and funny-sized dice and role-playing books into his backpack at the end of lunch. We'll call this kid Mike. And he runs up to David, he's all excited, and he's like, David, David, I I just, I happen to know who you are from some people that I know, and I know that you guys role-playing, I saw your books, is there any way that I can join you guys role-playing group? Now let me go ahead and say that we had been role-playing at lunch, and there's nothing you can do to cement your status as a high school badass more than role-playing at the lunch table in broad daylight in front of everybody. So getting back to Mike, this kid was super into role playing. Like this was his escape and he wanted everybody who was playing to take it just as seriously as he was. He didn't put up with any fun and games. He didn't put up with any shenanigans. He wanted everybody to be on the same page when we would play. David, our GM or game master would be trying to tell his story and Mike would be glued to his every word. Like this was the first episode of Game of Thrones. We'd be on some super important mission where we're in the throne room of a castle talking to a king on some gravely important mission where we had to go get a sword or some shit like that and Mike like I said is just hanging on every single word David would say but we're seniors we're not taking it as seriously at this point we're starting to notice girls so inevitably somebody in our little group who's a senior would stand up and say "Uh, David I take my pants off what does the king say when I do that and Mike would get so irate when we would do this. And he would push it down in the beginning. The first couple of weeks, again, he realizes he's a stranger in a strange land. He's a freshman. We're seniors. He pushes it down. He kind of grits his teeth, but he goes along with it. 
And after a couple of weeks of this, of him pushing it down, finally he had had enough. Me or Kenny had done something crazy. Actually, it was Kenny had done something crazy during one of our little sessions. He was a part of our lunchtime social club too. And he blows up at Kenny. I can't believe you're not taking this seriously. We're on some sort of a serious mission right here and you've got to be more serious about this. And I'm laughing the whole time because this kid is blowing up on Kenny and he starts blowing up at me, like getting into my shit because I'm laughing along with Kenny. Now, we're seniors and this kid is a freshman and in our mind he is super into role playing this kid is way too fucking far into it and we can't have him blowing up at us like that in front of God and everybody at the lunch table for the love of God we are seniors we can't let a freshman punk us out like this so we decided to hatch a plan so the next time we got together to role play again no picturing me and Kenny in a compromising position with whips or chains or any of that shit but the next time we got together we decided we'd throw our plan into action We go off on some mission and David's explaining the stuff that we're seeing and what we're doing and stuff like that. And Kenny's character decides he's going to distract Mike's character. And my guy was a thief named Shadow. So Shadow comes up while Mike is distracted and steals basically everything he has. And we get away with it. Now, typically David would punish players who did stuff that was shitty like this to other characters. But he saw how Mike had been acting. He was way too into it. This guy was just a little bit too far into the role playing. And we needed to kind of teach him a lesson for better better or worse. So we're expecting Mike to absolutely blow up and lose his mind. But instead of doing any of that, he just breaks into tears. He gets so upset that we would have the audacity to not take this more seriously and have the gall to steal his stuff that he tells us through tears, you guys are jerks, and he walks away. Now, at the time, this was a funny joke. This kid was a jerk every time we got together to role play. This kid was not a part of our little friend group, and he wanted to yell at Kenny and I for trying to tell us how to act, trying to tell us how to be. How dare this little asshole? But as I get older, I think of Mike. And what happened that day and how you never know what's going on for somebody else behind the scenes. Maybe those moments with us role playing were his only happiness of the day. Maybe life at home was shitty. I never found out and I never heard from Mike again. He still went to school with us, but he just never hung out with us anymore. Mike, if you're listening and that was the case and we were your only source of happiness and we screwed it all up that day by being shitty to you, I'm really, really sorry. And if not, and you were just kind of an over-the-top, overachieving, role-playing nerd, then just forget that last sentence altogether. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Now That I'm Older. A show about how getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass patrons, by the way, let me go ahead and shout out Shane Kelly. Thank you so much for signing up to become one of our brand new patrons. But if you give to us like our badass patrons out there, we're going to give right back to you. In fact, we just dropped another brand new episode of Patreon-exclusive content. So go to patreon.com com slash now that I'm older and you can get your extra now that I'm older as well. Also, you can find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIO Pod. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Pottern Family. Now, Pottern Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Pottern Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Mirths and Monsters Pod, the Worst of the Best Podcast, and the Bad Time Babble Podcast. And this week on episode 158, we're going to talk about Kenny's personal war with nature. We're going to talk about my fear of nature. And then later on, Kenny compares my childhood to normal ones. So check it out. We'll be right back. This is going to be such an exciting day. I hope you enjoy it. 
think you will. All right. I have a question for you. This is going to be $17. Do you think you could take a goose? Do you really want to pay $17 for that answer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for $17, I thought it'd be a better question. I mean, I was all ready to go deep in here. And I was like, well, I have actually fought a goose. <laughs> Okay, do tell. I didn't know you fought well, a goose. With, uh, when I live with Ray, we could say his name now since he hates us, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not going to say anything bad about anybody if we're going to use their name. Well, but- the goose didn't come out to get in the story, but it's a goose, so I don't think he has a lawyer. Why? He's probably dead by now because that was like 15 years ago, too. <laughs> Is, are you sure that goose is dead, or is that goose like sitting on the roof waiting on me to leave I with mean, a knife between you know, his teeth? If that was ghost who's looking for revenge, he would have probably done something by now, I would imagine. You don't know. Was, he might be playing the long game, dude. I don't know if it was a male or a female goose either, because there were two of them. Okay, so you you teamed up on two I didn't geese. team up on nothing. These geese, when we lived over at Ray's house, we had a little pond in the back. Okay. You know, the neighborhood pond was I remember the house. pond that we uh, we had to throw the school sign in. <laughs> no, that was uh, my old apartment. That was, a, oh, you're talking about, oh, oh ex, uh, his actual well, house, that pond Ray, back well, there. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. me and Ray and Chris and a couple other dudes and Lisa all uh, lived in Ray's house that his parents bought in his name. <laughs> and, and then, then sold <laughs> and, and then, said, uh, you got to go. Ruined his credit, <laughs> so we had to live in it to pay the rent. Um, but yeah, we lived there. And me and Strickland hung out mostly. Chris Strickland hung out kind of together, and everybody kind of had their own other little thing. But me and Chris were always doing shit. And uh, we would fish in a little pond sometimes and smoke weed back there, stuff like that. And then on this day that you decided well, to fight well, a goose. This wasn't just a one-day thing. You let me finish the story. God, always trying to rush me. No, I'm, I'm curious like how often you went back so there to pick fights with geese. They had those big-ass, uh, that, that grass that'll cut you. <laughs> it's right. like saw edges, but it's real big. So some goose decided that that would be, uh, I think it's geese. Some geese, a couple of geese, decided that would be a good place to lay their eggs and make a nest. So at first we're all like, oh, that's cute. We got some geese in the bag. We can See some nature. <laughs> Look at nature. It's happening. It's like that guy with the beard that used to crawl around and film the chipmunks and shit out in the forest back when there was only one nature program. Yeah. And it was always on at your grandparents' house every time you went over there. It was always on Channel 8. Oh, yeah. It was telly. It was, it was, well, I'm pretty sure it was like a federal grant. Was it, um, wasn't it like uh, National Wildlife? Yeah, National Wildlife Review or some bullshit like that. Yeah, some French horns were in there. Yeah, anyway, so the geese were back there, and one day we were out there walking around, and I guess geese get real, like, ornery. Territorial and shit? About their nest and shit. And one of the geese came out all buck wild, chest all pucked up. And we were like, it's a fucking goose. We're not backing down. <laughs> a goose. We just- so you knew the eggs were there. You we know- weren't going over to its eggs. We were going to our motherfucking pod. We let the goose live there. He should have let us live there. Okay, let's go back. You guys didn't own the pond. We were nowhere near the grass where their fucking <laughs> eggs were. That was like a good... 50 yards away. Oh, okay. So you weren't like up on top. So, right, these geese so basically were, this, goose, this, this goose, goose comes this, out. This goose wild. went off gangster and decided the whole <laughs> pond was his ass. And we're like, we had like, they stocked that pond. They were fishing there. You could catch bass. Um, I caught like three one day. It was awesome. <laughs> that still doesn't explain how you ended up in a fist so, fight with a goose. There was no fist actually. It was, I kicked the goose. <laughs> so the goose was all like bucking on us. And I was like trying to be intimidating and basically 
gooses and fuckboys use the same tactic of like swinging their arms around and puffing their chest up and trying to be loud. And they lift their neck and they, they and then, yeah, they bob their head and shit. Head and you're shit. like, get the fuck off me, goose. Cause I'm not a bitch. So, <laughs> so at one point the goose decides he's stepping it up and this motherfucker takes to the air. Like leaps at us, and I'm I'm like a lot of people would probably freak out, and I was like this goose probably doesn't weigh anything, so I basically did like a slow, not even hard, just like a front kick, <laughs> and basically like you punted this fucking goose, basically, <laughs> kinda. <laughs> I mean, I made I made sure it was one of those things where I made the contact first. And then kind of like launch the goose so that it wouldn't injure the goose, but it would get the idea. And it did. Oh, so you pushed, like you put your foot, like you yeah, pushed Yeah, like I put your my foot. foot up there and then when it made contact, that's when I launched the catapult. So, so it wasn't like a Randy Orton punt across the no, goose it was not, or anything It, it was like more that. like a well-performed drop kick made not to hurt your partner, but make it look good. Right. But he went way off. And after that, the goose was like, well, fuck them. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm going to stay over here by my nest. And then some dogs ate their fucking eggs the next day. What? Yeah, somebody let their dogs run loose and the dogs wiped out the nest. They Then the geese left. Um, here's something that you might not know is that geese will live up to maybe 24 the geese, years. Maybe the geese had the dogs on lockdown until I embarrassed the male goose. And the dogs were like, that goose ain't shit. Let's go eat his motherfucking kids. I might take that fucking goose's <laughs> eggs right now, Let's go dude. kill his family. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. The dogs are savage. Dogs are savage. Dogs will fucking... It, the best story I heard recently was about... Um, I was listening to the Kevin Smith podcast, and he's talking about feeding his dog, and they tell the vet tells him to give the dog eggs. So Kevin Smith talks about, I woke up every morning, Kevin scrambled Smith, eggs. Man, he used to be on top of the world. Now oh, yeah. another fucking podcast. Then he makes... Who's not as good as Joe Rogan. Well, I mean, none of them are now that I'm older. But he talks uh, about... We, we can't compete with Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan has an excellent podcast. Joe, all his podcast is is him just chatting with people. Yeah, it's still better than ours. Well, maybe if you were better at chatting... You'd bring up your, your I'm chatting pretty skills. pretty goddamn good. I mean, yeah, at chatting you... and fighting geese. <laughs> well, the reason I bring up the goose, first off, geese live up to 24 We just don't years. have the uh, the ability to get celebrity uh, visitors the way he does. You always bring me these lame-ass people who suck to have <laughs> Why do you always insult the people we have on the because podcast? Because you bring shitty people on the podcast. You brought me on our radio show, and we were more experienced than the radio host on the terrestrial radio. It really She said, um, at least 57 times. It kind of feels like we could have taken her slot. If they would let us cuss on AM radio. I mean, we convinced her that I'm really Batman. It wasn't just a joke. We convinced her that I was really out there, like, You're the dawning bat. the cow. <laughs> like, you do understand this is a metaphor, right, lady? I don't think she does. She just must be like a psychologist and, like, doing a... A, a, a like, self-help type yeah, of podcast. Yeah, she can, needed help. She well, needed a she, lot of help in the marketing department and on how to do a radio show department. So the reason I brought up geese in the first place, before she would have totally we, got her ass whipped by the goose. Maybe. No, I mean, no. She would have been all um um um, and the goose would have just been pecking the shit out of her while she's trying to like form a thought. So obviously, Grover geese, and Betsy probably would have bored the goose into submission. Why are you picking on Grover and Betsy? Okay. Uh, maybe in New Zealand they're entertaining. <laughs> it's on the other hemisphere, so maybe the Earth spins different down there, and they're entertaining. So you know that they listen to this, right? And they're going to listen to you being an asshole for no reason. I'm not being an asshole. Just it, it, their their brand did not work on our airwaves. That that's how you feel. 
You feel like they were shoot. You were making faces the whole time, <laughs> making faces at you, <laughs> like you were lost too. You were like, I don't know what's bothering. No, well, there was times that they would start talking about stuff that like is clearly look. Dude, being specific our friends doesn't Zealand. mean you're good. And I have to be honest, and you know, you bring me shitty guests. <laughs> so going back to let's the whole- go find a fucking escape prisoner and interview them. Um, I don't think an escaped prisoner is going to want to advertise, number one, that they're escaped. Well, maybe we should do a Craigslist. <laughs> escaped, Dear escaped, escaped prisoner. convicts wanted for radio show. We won't tell. <laughs> we will give you a voice disguiser. Um, so We're going to re- call you Bo, though. So the whole reason I brought up geese in the very first place is because a story caught my eye on Twitter the other day um, about a goose that basically um, went kamikaze. Um these guys all go out, decides they're going to go hunt geese, and one of them gets shot. That they, just proves that front kicks are more effective against geese than weapons. Well, this goose gets shot, and this goose falls from the sky. It's about 12 pounds. Um, falls down from the sky, then lands on the head of one of the other fucking hunters who's standing How out there. How agile do you have to be to not move? <laughs> How do you I mean, not if see? If a gun goes off, I immediately look around. That's just me. The first thing that most people do, especially if you're hunting, would be to look up if you're shooting see something. See some shit's falling on my head. Yeah. Especially if we're, if we're hunting fowl. If you're hunting birds I probably wouldn't together. look up if we were hunting warthogs or something. <laughs> I'd probably be like exactly. checking out the ground. But I mean, <laughs> geese? It fell from the fucking sky, lands on that the sky. That person head. had done something to upset yep. God. That's what, that's what that comes down to. Robert Melhammer had God. a goose land on him from 90 feet in the air, and it knocked his ass out cold <laughs> as soon as it are hit you, him. Are you sure that happened? I'm positive it happened. It was in more than one place. I typed the story in Goose Attacks Man, and it was in like eight different so fucking news outlets. You, so you verified the story. Yeah. this is. make sure those, this isn't fake news. No, this isn't one of those crazy fake news stories. It was just dudes was, out there These hunting. weren't Russian websites, were they? No, this is Sky News that I'm reading from right now. I can see Russia using this to prove Americans are fucking retarded. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they get hit in the head by geese. So this guy was- uh, Should have front they, kicked it. They were all together in like this big group hunting together. Somebody fires a gun, shoots the goose. Again, you should look around at that point. <laughs> shoots the gun. I mean, maybe he was on his phone or something like that. But if you're out hunting and a gun goes off, the first fucking thing you do is look up. That's the If you're hunting birds, even on your phone, you don't just go, I wonder if a bird's... Oh, shit. Shit. Ted's dead, guys. Turkeys, you could do. You could get away without looking up because they don't fly very high. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, first off, if you're out just shooting turkeys, you know. Turkey would be good, too. I could use some turkey. Shut up, dude. We're not talking about turkey. We're talking about a goose attacking someone. We're talking about you viciously attacking an expected I wish I had fought a turkey. That would have been bad. I would have taken the turkey out. I would have killed the turkey and ate it. Really? Yes. With some mashed potatoes and gravy. Are you kidding? Mm, mm, mm. Like Thanksgiving in the middle of the year. So even if it had eggs. In a nest. You don't kill the chick turkey. You kill the fucking male turkey because it has bigger breasts. It's kind of opposite of humans. Unless you're a real fat dude. So you know what a female and a male turkey like. Have you ever seen wild turkeys? Males and females look nothing alike. The males are the ones you see on all the cards that have the big fucking fanned out tail like a fucking shitty colored peacock. <laughs> I'm just curious the, how often the, you're hunting turkeys We used out to here. have turkeys that lived out. Don't you remember? You suppose pictures of the wild turkeys blocking traffic in my old neighborhood. Oh, no. I remember the turkeys. <laughs> they were federal turkeys, so they knew you couldn't fuck with them, so they were assholes. They would decide they were going to hang out in the street, and you'd pull up in a car, and they'd be like, yeah, I'm protected by the federal government. You can fuck right off. We're going to play poker now <laughs> in the middle of your street. 
Like, Jack wanted to get out of the house so bad to fight these turkeys, and I'd always be like, Jack, I know you think you're like this wild king of the jungle, but that turkey would whoop your ass. It has talents. I found one time in my backyard, I'm over at um, Steve and Amy's house across the street. Oh, and to answer your question, the the turkey is obviously male because he's all big and puffy, and he has his tail found out, and the girls look nothing like that. Aren't the girls a lot more like uh, plain? They're very plain, and they don't have the big... Fanned out tails, so their tails are long and they look like regular birds. Because I remember always and seeing them. With one chicks. male has like fifteen fucking bitches, and they call it a, a turkey's group, a harem. Uh, the turkey harem. That's what it's really called. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a group of turkeys is called a harem because it's one dude with like twenty bitches. He's fucking. So um, I'm sitting over at Stephen Amy's. So even if I eat the wrong watching. turkey, there's another bitch who'll sit on them eggs. <laughs> I'm sitting over at Steve and Amy's house before, uh, one day. Before Steve, Hold on, let me get my fucking point out. Before Steve hated us. <laughs> before Steve uh, decided to block everyone that uh, talks back to him politically. About Trump. Dude, uh, that was just one of the weirdest things. But we're sitting over at their house one day, and our dogs just lose their goddamn shit. And I'm talking like Turkish, Vader, Max are losing their goddamn minds. So I go down to the fence to find out what's going on. On the other side of our fence was an owl. That was like, <laughs> was this owl just taunting them? No, this owl had like, I don't know if it had fallen or what was going on, but it was right on the other side of the fence. And apparently Turkish saw it. And when the owl saw him, he had his fucking feathers fanned out and shit. His wings were spread. And he was, as I got closer, I kept hearing this loud clicking. It was like, it was nipping his, his beak. His beak was snapping. And I was like, God damn, Turkish, he's going to fucking bite your nose off. Get the <laughs> fuck away from this goddamn owl. I know the three of you think you could take this owl, but I got a good feeling Vader's going to end up hurt. Okay. But, but you guys are scared of thunder. So. <laughs> you guys have to be medicated on the 4th of July. So how about you shut up? Dogs? I have to drug my fucking dogs on the 4th of July. But yeah. Every time Vader growls at me because I want like too close to his toy or something, I'm like, shut up. He's like, oh. He knows me. Aren't you? Aren't you afraid of thunder? That's right. He knows. I'm, he knows who I am. <laughs> all right. Let me be clear because we talk more about it, but I want to make sure you all understand this is probably the scariest encounter I've ever had with anything in nature because I was convinced either myself or one of my dogs was going to the hospital. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we get further into Kenny White thinks he was right to attack a goose, and then we compare my childhood to normal ones. So check it out. We'll be right back. In a world where so many podcasts offer TV and movie news, Along comes another one, filled to the brim with podcasty goodness, that is only slightly better at best. Admit it, you're always looking for a new brand of meaningless movie nonsense in your podcast diet? Look for the 365 Flicks podcast on Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, and all good third-party podcast apps. You can also swing by the Facebook page. Come join in on the adventures of Kev, a pissy ex-video store clerk. And Chris, a Scottish Whedon Hall. We're your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. We bring you all the latest TV and movie news reviews and general geeky rants. As well as a bunch of top fives that you really won't care about. So whether you're Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you're Team Batman or Team Superman, drop on by the 365 Flicks podcast, where the Chris vs. Kev Civil War never stops. This is the podcast you're looking for. Advertising has us chasing cars and clothes. 
Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. What's up, guys? Have you ever wished that you could have extra now that I'm older? Well, now you can, because this month we've kicked off our Patreon-exclusive content over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older with stuff like this. I mean, like, it's pretty well known that I'm, I'm down with everybody having their opinion, but I'll be goddamn if you're going to tell me I can't have my opinion. I'll slap you in your goddamn face. When you take a nap out of the equation, as a parent, you know that child is a hand grenade. I mean, yeah, you're an that. asshole, but that's when you engage with somebody. <laughs> like, oh, Shane's being an asshole about Die Hard not being a Christmas movie. Time to set his ass straight. Because it's not a Christmas movie. These are clips that only our Patreon subscribers get to hear. So head over to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. Sign up so you can get some extra now that I'm older in your life, too. A, you can never go too far. B, if I'm going to get busted, it is not going to be by a guy like that. Hi, this is Brad. And this is Katie. And we're the hosts of Decomposition Podcast. I think considering the material we're working with, that language was neither shocking nor inappropriate. It's upsetting and delightful. Much like (laughs) this song. Uh, No, this is just rhyming nonsense. Yeah, here to hyperanalyze all your favorite terrible songs. From Billy Joel to Taylor Swift. And Pitbull to Kiss. We break down what makes these songs so, so good. While they're so, so bad. This is a postmodern commentary on human existence. Mm. Billy Shakespeare did write a whole whole bunch bunch of sonnets. 154 to be exact. I am not suggesting that this is a good or artistic song in any way. It's not good, but but it's it's great. great. You can find us at decompositionpodcast.simplecast.fm or subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Check out our new episodes every Monday and remember, they're not guilty pleasures if you don't feel guilty. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? So just to wrap up, you fought a goose. Um, that Didn't fought a goose. I dominated a goose. You told me you fought a goose just a second ago. You I, said I, I fought. Technically, it a was goose. a fight, but the goose didn't get any shots in, and I launched that motherfucker. So technically, I dominated a goose. I think technically that's considered animal abuse, is what oh, you did. He came as, right at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was allowed to defend myself. He, he that goose should have minded its business. Why would you be allowed to defend yourself near its edge? I was in my yard. <laughs> that's why. But this, but nature was here. Geese are not a protected species. You can see them flying around every year, twice. (laughs) There's plenty of those motherfuckers. I just think that you should stop abusing animals in your spare time. I don't think I abused an animal. I think an animal stepped up and learned a lesson. I helped that (laughs) goose. How bad is your self confidence that you have to you have to school a goose and how awesome? I didn't have to school the goose. He could have walked away. (laughs) I tried to give this goose plenty of, of opportunity. Uh, if you want, if you're insisting on a lesson, you're gonna get one. So <laughs> I just can't wrap my brain around I'll the pun, image. I'll pump Peter too. I don't give a fuck. I just can't get my brain around the image of you doing the, this. The goose landed, kick. so it was like I launched him, and he lands, and he just looks back at me all like like mad about it for a second, and then the goose just walks. <laughs> Keith waddle. He just, he just turned around and waddled away. Like man, if I was like. A 200-pound goose, you wouldn't do that shit. Yeah, but you're not. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're like a 12-pound goose. But you're you're not. Um, like. So here's a question for you. I heard somebody um, ask this uh, recently. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck 
or a hundred duck-sized horses. What kind of guns do I get to use? None. It's you. No bullshit. It's so, you and the Doug Horse. The Second horse. Amendment's still effective, even in no, your imagination. No, you're stuck in a box, and in this imagination box. If it's box, semi-automatic, I'll take the 100 horses that are shaped as ducks, because I can shoot off a lot of rounds. You if don't it's get a, a gun. If it's a bolt action with a heavier round, I'll probably take the horse-sized duck. I'm going to have a gun. I always have a gun. <laughs> there's, but, there's like one time a day I don't have a gun. That's why I take a shower. And, and the, I'm working on buying a shower gun. <laughs> and that's when you get attacked is when you're in the shower. That's gun. why I'm working on getting a shower gun. <laughs> well, you get attacked before the shower gun is installed. Waterproof guns are expensive, okay? <laughs> I'm just telling you, in this scenario, you're taking a shower. Well, I and keep a suddenly, bayonet in there. So <laughs> it's still going to be a fight. Why are you so scared that you're going to get attacked in the shower? Because I don't have a shower gun. I just told you. You're not uh, good at tactics, are you? I just couldn't imagine uh, an angry goose. Not having a shower was, gun? I know. It's it's troubling. I couldn't imagine an angry goose that was the size of a horse. Like, the idea of that is pretty fucking terrifying. Kind of. But, I mean, like, you know, how much of that's feather? <laughs> it's like when you get a cat wet. And you're like, do all cats look like chihuahuas? I just... I'm pretty sure. My cat does not. My cat is the same exact size once you bathe him. Because he's fat. He's not fat. He's robust. He's he's muscular, actually. He's fat, dude. Your cat is fat. My cat is not fat. He's got probably less body fat than any of us put together. I don't know, dude. Your cat is pretty fat, dude. I bet his BMI is better than yours. It might be. I went to the vet with my cat recently, and they said he's not overweight. They say he has a pouch of a belly because that happens to all male cats after they're neutered. Because they slow down. His chest all puffs out. It's pretty, pretty robust. <laughs> he, he, does, he does bench presses. Saying, he's standing there doing the fucking Hulk Hogan pose section before the you know, vet comes in. He's he all is, trying he's to get hyped kind of up. built like like a almost like a pit bull when you see him wet because like he's his arms and legs are all pretty stout. He's got like ripples on his front legs. Most cats don't have. Most cats are dainty. <laughs> so when the when that's the, why he destroys my goddamn walls. So when the fat like folds over, is that what causes the wrinkles? I wouldn't talk too much about fat over there. You're not exactly the spring chicken. I, I'm down about 35 pounds so far. It doesn't matter when people like us are down 35 pounds and we start 75 pounds over. <laughs> well, I'm not done either, though. That's the thing is I'm currently in the middle of trying to to get to where I want to be and then stay. You're jogging around Philadelphia, Rocky. Calm down. <laughs> When I'm down at 250, you'll when be like, When the neighborhood Damn. starts chasing you up the stairs, I'll be impressed. Otherwise, you probably just cut out some carbs. Shit. You couldn't chase me up the steps right now. Let's just put it well, that I way. I can outrun you. Okay. Go out there and start running. I'll be up there in a minute. See? <laughs> you know. No. I, I I've been trained First to fight off, geese and shit. I know what I'm doing. First off, you got a bad knee. If I kick you in the knee and run, it's going to be over. Did you show me something about kicking me in the knee first? <laughs> Kick the shit out of you. Like a you know, I know you're head heavy, so you can't run right. You tip over if you lean into it. Too I'm just saying I'm not a goose, dude. You're not going to be able to fucking uh, well, put you your can't leg fly. out. I fought a flying animal <laughs> and won. We need to back up, son. I'm like a fantasy warrior over here fighting flying beast. You're a fantasy warrior. Goddamn right. What is this? If Ric Flair could be the nature boy, I could be the fantasy warrior. <laughs> No, you can't. <laughs> like, I need glitter. <laughs> no. <laughs> but not colored glitter. I need the original white glitter that makes you just look like you're sparkling naturally. Like your buddy Landell or and something. And I need, like, a really foofy haircut, like a fucking 50s uh No, like fucking greaser. 70s Ric Flair. No, I don't want the mullet. I want the fucking greaser, the the, the, the haircut from Greece. You know, but, but I got to dye it blonde, so it's fabulous. The fabulous 
Fantasy Warrior. Are you <laughs> fabulous fantasy? And I know what the name of this episode's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going classic wrestler. I don't give a shit. How many guys were named Pretty Boy? This. What was what was uh, Buddy Richards called? Oh, was shit. he the first Nature Boy? That's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Buddy Landell was the first Nature Boy. Yeah, he was the first. Uh, the superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, he just the added superstar to his name. <laughs> they called it a day. But there was like beautiful Bobby. Andre the Giant. They didn't really go that far out. They didn't have to. That dude was 700 pounds and could drink. He could have just been called Andre. You could have seen he was a giant. You didn't didn't need to add the word giant. Back then, you didn't have TVs everywhere, so you had to advertise in print. You need giant to make it clear. You're not thinking back in the 60s and 70s. True. All I know is that you're going to be the fantasy warrior, and I'm not I'm sure. I'm the fantasy warrior. I'm you not sure who right. you're going to fight in your fantasy warrior Probably fighting. The dark fantasy warrior. <laughs> no, that'll be when you turn heel. Oh, then yeah, you'll become sure. the dark fantasy warrior. But on the front end, are we just are we just going to schedule matches with you and a few geese? geese? <laughs> That's what I'm say. <laughs> you fight a, a. I'll fight any kind of fowl except like hawks and eagles because those things are pretty scary. Or an owl, apparently, after your story, dude. No one do no an owl. owl is the most terrifying. A, a, a fucking angry owl is one of the most terrifying things I've ever witnessed in my life. I took a picture of it ten feet away and was like, "That's close enough." You're kind of a bitch. No, no, this owl was on fucking high alert, and I did not want to get attacked. I, I didn't want to have one of those. I got to go to the hospital with a really You're good such story. A wanker. <laughs> Nate. Sure. Oh no! You you probably fearful that he that the genetic <laughs> connection to your father means you're going to catch some of his karma for all the horrible things he's done to animals. That my that my dad's pictures up at like a bar. The animals I'll go to. <laughs> that Al's probably like, oh, it's the kitten killer. <laughs> the this is for Murphy. Um, your mom posted something about her dog that she missed that she had for five years I was like never would have had that dog for five years <laughs> Dennis was still living with you <laughs> but I didn't I was like no no dude my mom listens to this don't be mean okay I'm not being mean to her but you know I'm telling the truth if Dennis was still with her she would have kept that dog for five years well we had two dogs for a long time I mean on chains in the yard <laughs> <laughs> yeah her dog did not look like a chain dog <laughs> We didn't just have dogs on chains. My dad had these Her dog dogs. looked more like the cute dog that a lady has. Maybe <laughs> you know, person shit. What was that dog's name? I don't remember. Um, it was a little black foo-foo dog. Yeah, I know. I don't remember the dog's something name. Something like Turbo. Something like classic dog name. Yeah, it was It was like Spot Rocket or something. or something. I don't remember what. Rascal or something like that. Maybe I don't not. remember. Anyway, it was a fucking dog, but it's, I, I think. It, it was not a dog you put out of chain. <laughs> it's like a Pomeranian. Yeah, like, I didn't understand that people had dogs that lived in the house. I used to think it was really weird when I was a kid. You'd watch those shows, and people had dogs on, like, most in dogs their- live in the house. <laughs> exactly. It goes back to the story um, we told on last week's show where we were talking about. You know um, how people post all these scenarios and say these people shouldn't have pets? Your dad checks off, like, all of them. <laughs> like, every single scenario, he's been <laughs> he's been that guy. Well, going back to the story we told about um, what are the weird things your parents do that you don't realize are weird until you get out of the house. It was like. um, That's like your whole childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you were just constantly in shock and awe. Like, oh, my God. Well, like when I first met my wife, like uh, we're sitting there telling stories about. um, She's like, yeah, you know, I, I lived in Savannah and we had like a fishing hole nearby that we would go to. And then we'd go swimming in the river. And then we were always going on family vacations and we camped out. And I was like. Yeah, my dad's in prison for murder. Um, 
he, he shot some cats. cats. <laughs> he stabbed, stabbed my, my dog. dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> Made me go buy weed from the neighbors. We had a whole summer. We didn't have uh, hot water because my dad didn't want to pay the gas bill. In summertime, he could have sucked it up a little bit. Bullshit. Take a cold shower right now. And I'm not talking like a it's lukewarm winter. shower. Right now is not summer. Give us a fuck if it's summer or not. Go take a cold shower no, right now, it's dude. winter. The water's way colder under the ground. Try it. No. Just in the summertime, then. Call, Wait me, till the call me in June or July, and I'll probably feel good as shit. No, it won't. It'll be one of those things that you'll stand under. Let me let me go ahead and just and put something out here for you about what a cold shower really Jesus feels like. Sissy. Everybody else in the, the household worst, did it, too. No, they didn't. No, they fucking didn't. You know what else everybody else in the house did? Boiled fucking water to pour into the tub to take a bath. Well, why did your dumbass do that? Because sometimes I needed to go to work, and I had like 10 minutes to take a shower. I we mean, had to go to work when you were a kid. <laughs> I started working when I was 14. Uh-huh. I did, dude. I started, it was the last house we all lived in together before dad went to jail. I was working at Blimpy. And <laughs> don't laugh that I was working at Blimpy. <laughs> the best part about working at Blimpy you was- You work at the subway. You had to go work at Subway well, back B. In, <laughs> well, back in the day, Blimpy wasn't like Subway B. It was just Blimpy and Subway. Yeah, it they was. Were, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> it was. So- Maybe not in the, you know- parts of the world where you lived in clay <laughs> so um well this was an hostel back before it was all hood like it is now and shit but i was gonna say hostel is hood so. oh well now it is absolutely but back then i was 14 years old like white kids thinking they're in games and i was sl- they actually had me slicing meat and shit <laughs> at 14 years old like i'm working well, on Publix a- when you were a teenager you had to wear a special <laughs> name tag just so they could make sure you weren't doing anything cool <laughs> You got a different color name tag that basically singled you out as a little bitch. And anytime they ate carts, you were obviously the person who was going to go outside and round up carts. I never, I don't think I ever told you this story before, but I, I remember hate working at Publix. I could imagine, dude. I worked at, at Kmart and dude, thought it was the worst thing in the world. kids should not have to work in jobs where they have to go outside and do labor and then in come July? inside Fuck that to an noise. air conditioning. Because all that does is make you, give you swamp thighs. <laughs> and it's all day and you're like, God damn it, I'm going to have a rash. <sighs> um, when I worked at Blimpy, swish, they, wash, swish, wash. they fucking, uh, the guy who, um, it's very similar to the sound the meat cutter makes when you walk. Well, the, swish, wash, swish, wash. When I first get there, the guy goes, well, because you're 14, I'm, I'm not going to have you, um, work here without me here that often. You know, I don't really want you working in the store. You should have known that um, was a lie. So legit <laughs> at the end of my first week, this guy goes, I got to run out real quick. And I got to run out real quick meant that he left at seven and didn't come back at all until after closing. So you've, you've told the story. I, no, I haven't told you the whole story and shit like that, where I got stuck at the fucking place. No, you and my have. Mom, you told us the story in the very early days of the podcast. Uh-uh, I told the story as an intro story. I didn't tell it was one of the, we. It was a story we. You know, you tell us an intro story. We were doing a whole bunch of stories of inappropriate things our jobs made us do as kids. I just told you about the meat slicing. I don't think I told you about the whole thing. No, the customers there. were coming in and you didn't know what the fuck to do with all these customers. <laughs> See? Oh, <yeah. laughs> okay, you have heard it. And like people were getting mad and you were like, I'm a 14 year old kid. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, I remember. Okay. <laughs> because you remember people who are new listening to the show have not heard it. So don't give it away. They need to go back and listen to those. It's a podcast, not terrestrial radio. They need to have incentive. You give it all away now. They don't have to listen to the old stuff. Once I fucked an old lady, guys, don't go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> don't listen to last week's. You don't need to hear me talk about shitting myself with the flu. That's no fun. <laughs> Tell you no, now. Don't just say that you fucked an old lady. You fucked one of our friend's mother's 
for and then I over fucked another a year. friend's mother. No, no, no. You fucked another friend's mother that we didn't even know. I'll move you, in with her. You fucked a friend of ours' mother who was like. She was in my homeroom. <laughs> when you when you have a group of friends, imagine a friend that you've met like within two years. And that friend suddenly becomes a part of the group. But they're kind of on the outskirts of the group. And then one of your friends starts fucking that person's mother. That's what this was. I got free clothes out of the deal. That's no. Awesome. Yeah. There's so much we could talk about when it comes to that story. Dude. That, that's fucking ridiculous. And her husband was so mad. Like he came down with a baseball bat and we all laughed at him. Dude, he, he's like 80 pounds and we're all, we were, we're biggins. <laughs> we're big dudes. We're corn fed. We were, we're we corn were fed guys in high in the school. South. Yeah. Like, we didn't get picked on a lot in high school. I'll put it that way. I, I still go back and think about that whole time period coming back from fucking Tennessee and they're like, yeah, Kenny's in the back room. What's he doing? With so and so's mom. Banging the shit out of her. What what are they doing back there? Hanging out? Getting my dick sucked. <laughs> and Kenny walked around with his chest puffed out and shit. Like this he, he was I was a gigolo. I was happy about it. You were a gigolo. You weren't a gigolo, dude. You were taking advantage of a woman going through a I midlife take, crisis. Oh yes. I was at 17, <laughs> totally taking advantage of the 40-year-old. That's totally how it works. We victim, both know. Victim shamer. We both know. <laughs> Whatever. Probably wasn't Harvey's fault either, was it? We both know that you took advantage mm-hmm. of her. Uma okay. Thurman was at fault, not Harvey, right? Oh, victim shaming ass. I'm just saying, dude. I remember you specifically saying, I'm taking advantage of Look, this. Look, just because I, she was spending the money she should have been feeding her family with on my clothes does not mean I didn't do anything wrong. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's like my dad saying we can't afford to have gas, but I can go buy weed. No, it's worse because I wasn't even part of the family. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't eat that week? These Giorgio Amaro pants are pretty awesome, though. Her Can mom you... used to make her send love notes. To you in homeroom. You <laughs> she... told that part of the story, definitely. <laughs> what, what you people do? Imagine having to do that. Imagine getting ready to go to school that morning. <laughs> and your mom comes up. <laughs> And Your they mom were who decorative. Just- like she had stationery and she had a wax seal and everything. She was going all out. Hashtag Kenny too. <laughs> Dick makes him go crazy. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> you're not going home. You're going here. Home. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay here until I'm done. You're done. Force will be with you always.